name's Eileen Townsend, and I'm the editor of the Northern Logger and Timber Processor, a trade magazine for the forest products industry that's based out of the Adirondack Mountains in New York State. Hi, and thanks for listening to this month's Northern Logger podcast. So this month on the podcast, we spoke with Erica Scott and Leanne Hirbayashi, both of whom work for the New York Center for Agricultural Medicine and Health. You might have met them if you've ever attended our Northeastern Forest Products Equipment Expos, um, or you might have met them if you are a logger in Maine uh, working in the woods, uh, because they have been around Maine working on a long-term research project called the Maine Logger Health Study. So I spoke with Leanne and Erica about the early results of their research in Maine and also just in general about how loggers can be healthier while working in the woods. A couple of points of business before we get started. Leanne and Erica will be on hand to do free health screenings at our 2021 Northeastern Forest Products Equipment Expo in Bangor, which this year is September 24th and 25th at the Cross Insurance Center. They will also be giving an awesome seminar on Saturday morning on the 25th, and you can sign up right now for that seminar when you register for the Loggers Expo. Also, before we get started, I'd like to thank our sponsor, John Deere. From steep slopes to wet terrain, the new John Deere 768 L2 Bogey Skitter is a traction specialist designed to help you reach your fullest potential. Its incredibly stable, balanced bogey axles enable you to efficiently retrieve timber in those hard-to-reach places. If you move big loads long distances over rough ground, John Deere's 768 L2 Bogey Skitter is a machine that you can depend on. Contact your John Deere dealer today. Stay number one in the woods. All right, on to Erica and Leanne. Very good. Well, this is Erica Scott. I'm the deputy director here of the uh, Northeast Center for Occupational Health and Safety in Agriculture, Forestry, and Fishing. And I'm here with my wonderful colleague, Leanne. And I'm Leanne Hirabayashi, and I'm a research coordinator and specifically on two projects Erica is heading up, and one of them is on the main logger health and safety project we've been doing. Right. So I first came into contact with you all a few years ago because of the Maine Logger Health and Safety study that you've been working on. And since we initially talked, there's been a lot of work that you've put in and published around the study. But can you just tell me a little bit more about how you've gone about collecting data and meeting people in the industry and some of your recent work with that research? Absolutely. We'd love to. So it involves uh, many hundreds of miles of driving, but uh, a lot of other activities as well. So the reason that we started on this health and safety study is that across the nation, loggers are known to, to have some safety risks, which the industry has been doing a lot to address. But we really didn't know a lot about the, the health uh, status of loggers currently in Maine. So we took on this project to get to know the industry and also to get feedback from the industry. So it's amazing that in a few years' time, we've gone from being completely unknown to making many friends in the Maine woods. So it covers everything from surveys that many loggers have received and, and sent back to us, which cover what their work history is like, what the type of tasks they do are, 
what some of their health background is and what they feel is, is healthy about logging or maybe not so healthy. And in addition to that, we've uh, actually met with folks across the state in health screenings, some of which have actually happened at the Logger Expo a year or two ago. And we're kind of moving now into working with the industry on what solutions can be put into place to improve health. Right. So our listeners and folks who read the Northern Logger magazine and who are attendees of our expos in Bangor, Maine and Essex Junction, Vermont, uh, will probably have seen you all conducting the health screenings at the expo. Uh, but this year, we're actually doing another bit of programming. You all are going to do a seminar that is available for folks to sign up for and get certification credits. Um, and can you tell a, li- a little bit about what that seminar will be about at this year's Loggers Expo, which is September 24th and 25th in Bangor? Right. Well, we'll be ta- this is Leanne, and we'll be talking about some of the results from the health screenings and, and all the different surveys that we did, as well as asking loggers who attend to talk to us about, you know, what they think are some of the uh, key health issues and whether this makes sense to them um, and getting a feel for sort of going forward, uh, what kinds of things you, they think we should be working on. So it's a combination of letting them know this is what we found out and 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 getting kind of a, re- a reality check with the loggers about does this make sense to you and what are your thoughts about it? Great. Yeah, I, I'm excited for that. And I think it's going to be a really good event for folks to sign up for. So I'm curious about in your recent travels where you've been doing your research, I know that you all went up to Maine. And can you tell me just a little bit more about what that trip was like? Absolutely. That trip was a lot of uh, walking through Slash and driving really far. Right. Um, (laughs) So so what had come out of the health screenings, and I think no surprise to many listeners, is that safety has gotten a lot better, but chronic health and cardiovascular risk factors seem to be quite an issue. So high blood pressure, um, you know, diet, exercise, those things are really hard to, uh, to incorporate while you're working incredibly long hours. So we actually have partnered with a researcher from University of Connecticut, Dr. Insu Kim, and they're part of the Center for the Promotion of Health in the New England Workforce. So it's kind of a, a sister, center to, sister center to ours. And he is an um, engineer that has developed a sensor that can test for blood pressure continuously. So we actually just returned uh, less than two days ago from uh, meeting up with uh, Kurt Babineau and his crew, and we were also with MLOP, the Mechanized um, Operators Program, and we were field testing these sensors to see if we can assess uh, if the blood pressure goes up or down while you're working, if it recovers overnight, and getting a better sense of how we can potentially intervene in that area. Um, So they had never been tested in the field before. They made it through. Nothing got broken amazingly, and we're working on data analysis now. But I think we have heard from a lot of bloggers that uh, it is something that they struggle with. It's something that a lot of us personally struggle with is, you know, chronic disease management and and maintaining as healthy a lifestyle as we can, given what's at our disposal. Yeah, absolutely. So you had mentioned that you all are going to publish a paper soon that has some of the 
findings from your past years of research. And I was wondering if you could just speak a little bit about some of your takeaways from doing this work and what you think our audience should pay attention to. No, I think some of the key takeaways is that in many factors, the loggers are quite healthy. So in things like lung function, vision, all those numbers looked really good. Their uh, waist-hip ratio, surprisingly, was pretty good. The things that were really concerning to us are what we're looking at now. So we tested the blood pressure of um, over about 80 loggers, and nearly half of them, so 45% of them, were in stage 2 hypertension, which is something that most doctors would be concerned about. Another 35% of them were already in stage 1 hypertension. So out of the whole group that we tested, less than 10% had normal blood pressures. And that was pretty alarming. Yeah. You think about the blood pressure and, you know, essentially it's like a hydraulic hose. And if you keep pumping, pumping extra pressure on there, those hoses wear out. And that's essentially what happens in our body and it makes our heart work harder. So if we don't want to wear out too soon, we've got to address that. And what are some of the factors that that uh, lead to that hypertension? So common things like not getting a lot of physical activity. Diet has a huge impact on blood pressure and especially how much salt somebody eats. So if, um, and salt isn't a lot of things that you would never imagine um, besides just salty snacks. So that's a huge thing to be looking out for. So I think stress as well, stress is a a concern, can be a, a, a big risk factor for blood pressure. Yeah, absolutely. So I think those things put together I'm sure sound familiar to a lot of people. Right. Um, I think sleep actually is another one. Like, um, are you getting enough sleep can affect your blood pressure. Smoking also. You know, and tied into hypertension is everybody's weight. I think for many Americans, we're a little, a little overweight, and loggers seem to not be much different than that. So either being overweight or obese does have an impact, obviously, on our whole body and also on blood pressure as well. So... What it's come to be is that some of these chronic risk factors are are changeable with lifestyle changes or with some other, you know, um, being your doctor and getting those things taken care of. Um, but in other ways, I think, you know, loggers are doing quite well in terms of what I mentioned previously. We did assess uh, musculoskeletal disorder, too, and did a joint exam as part of this. And no surprise, I think, to folks listening is that, you know, back pain and joint issues there in your knees, jumping in and out of equipment all the time um, has taken a toll. So we're seeing, you know, changes in in musculoskeletal issues between conventional loggers and mechanized loggers because it depends on what type of work they're doing. But that is something that we're looking at as well. And musculoskeletal issues are also uh, made worse by if you're over and have other health issues. Right. That makes sense. I mean, it's it's such a interesting thing in the industry that as safety has improved so much by getting people in mechanized equipment, you have all of these other issues that come up from people not being nearly as physically engaged on the job. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And so in terms of recommendations for for people, just how to go about trying to live a healthy lifestyle while working in a stressful industry and living in uh, rural areas... Are there things that our audience could do to uh, to improve their health and safety? Well, you know, it, it, some of it is, I think, what 
if you go to a doctor, they'll they'll tell you, well, you know, change your diet, do this or do that. But I think some of the things that are unique to loggers, uh, mechanized loggers, make it more difficult, whether it's the number of hours that they work, how far they have to commute, their access to uh, easy access to uh, fresh food and so on. I mean, that just makes going to make it a lot more difficult. I think some of the things that we want to talk with loggers about is, well, there are some who, who may have figured it out. And maybe that's part of what we do is is find out what the what are the, the good ideas that we could then spread. And there may be some things that we'll have to help figure out maybe some uh, unique solutions or really uh, customized solutions for loggers specific to the kind of lives that they lead. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good point, Leanne. It's, you know, there's special factors there. And, you know, there are a few things that we've already sort of been been thinking about a little bit. So, for instance, when we met with the, the logger trainees, part of MLOP, you know, I'm asking, you got to plan ahead to bring your lunch out to the woods, right? So you can either stop at the gas station because it's quick, or you can prep for the week ahead of time on the weekends. And even some of the, the young uh, men that were starting there, I met, asked, how many of you guys know that you can get a little uh, – oven that plugs into your cigarette lighter in your truck and you can heat up a lunch or heat up leftovers that way and you might be able to bring food with you that's a little healthier than what you would get at the gas station. So I think, you know, there could be some unique solutions. And just again, as Leanne said, some some loggers have a plan where they meal prep and do that, but it takes time and maybe there's ideas that we don't even know about yet. Right. I didn't know that about an oven that plugs into your cigarette lighter. That's great. That's. I could definitely use yeah, one of those on the road. Uh, exactly. Yeah, we'll have to send it. <laughs> right. So, uh, what else do you think that uh, folks need to know about your research? And and yeah, I guess just to wrap up, uh, have we covered what you want to talk about? I think so. I think you know what I want folks to know is that we're learning from the loggers, and we you know, the, the best way that we can work together is to understand, you know, the barriers that exist to health, but also understand some of the ways that are practical for improving health and, you know, kind of that partnership, you know, nothing can be done, you know, on our own. So that partnership is incredibly important. And we've been so, so thrilled with the support that we've had from the industry, from the loggers that have responded to the surveys. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of loggers across Maine have contributed to this work. And, you know, I just want them to know that the time they took out filling these forms, you know, there's something being done with it. And, you know, we're, we're trying to, to see how to hopefully make the industry better and more, you know, long lasting and profitable and that somebody can work a career in logging and also enjoy their free time healthily and enjoy a good retirement too. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think a great place to get more engaged with you all's work is going to be at our expo in Bangor this year. And to hopefully you'll get a lot of attendees at the seminar just talking more in depth about these issues. It will be a good, good learning experience for all and a good networking experience. Absolutely. And, and I'll also mention that we'll have a booth at the expo and we'll be offering free cholesterol and glucose screenings right on site. So you can stop and, by and, and the blood pressure too. Blood pressure, of course. <laughs> yes. So definitely stop on by. And if folks want to learn more about the work, they can visit our website, which is necenter.org, Northeast 
So Northeast Center is our organization. Or they can follow us on Facebook uh, at Maine Logger Health Safety Study and uh, check out what we're doing. Okay. Well, great. Thank you, Erica and Leanne. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and look forward to seeing you soon in Maine. Thank you so much, Eileen. Hey, thanks for listening to this month's Northern Logger podcast. And thanks again to Leanne and Erica for talking to us about their very important work. Before we go, I just want to thank our sponsor, John Deere, again. From steep slopes to wet terrain, the new John Deere 768 L2 Bogey Skitter is a traction specialist designed to help you reach your fullest potential. Its incredibly stable, balanced bogey axles enable you to efficiently retrieve timber in those hard-to-reach places. If you move big loads long distances over rough ground, John Deere's 768-2 Bogey Skitter is a machine that you can depend on. Contact your John Deere dealer today. Stay number one in the woods.